Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. We got a message uh, from Frank. And Frank is one of our listeners, listens to the show every day in Cork. And uh, he's angry with how drivers treat cyclists. And I want you to have a listen uh, to his message. Very interesting. I hope you bring this up because I'm absolutely fuming with how people driving on the roads treat cyclists. I'm thinking about stopping altogether because it's not safe. When the, pandem- when the pandemic kicked off, I was on the front line and decided to start cycling to work. I did the bike to work scheme and uh, sold my car to cut down on costs. The roads were pretty much empty too because people had to stay at home. It was such a stress reliever cycling every day. It was fantastic for my mental health. Now it's the exact opposite. Cycling is causing me so much stress. I feel like any time I leave my house, I'm taking my life in my hands. Yes, there are cycling lanes uh, recently put in around Cork, but it's still not safe. There are so many bad drivers on the roads and they don't give a toss about cyclists. A few weeks ago, a parked car opened their door and I had to veer out in the middle of the road and nearly got knocked off my bike. Everyone was beeping at me. I went up to the parked car and roared at him and he just locked his doors, gave me the finger and sped off. I am sick of this attitude. I'm sick of people not indicating. I'm sick of people driving up my arse. I'm sick of people not checking their side mirrors. I'm sick of the ignorance. Oh, he is angry. He went on to say, uh, I was cycling in Amsterdam during the summer, which is a crazily condensed city with motorists and cyclists, yet I never felt safer. I think Irish motorists are the worst when it comes to considering cyclists on the road. I don't think the current driving test includes education on reacting to cyclists enough. Please, 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 that's three pleases, uh, bring this up on the show. People are always giving out about cyclists, but I think it's the motorists who are the problem. And that's from a guy called Frank. So Frank sold his car uh, during the um, first lockdown because he was cycling in and out of work every day and it was, um, he was, it was a doddle. It was good for his mental health, he even said. However, now with uh, everything back to normal, with traffic volumes back to where they were before the pandemic, he now uh, feels he's taking his life into his own hands. Now, we're all being encouraged to cycle as much as possible. Um, you know, it's the green thing to do. It's, um, there are no... CO2 emissions from cycling your bike. And we're, as I said, we are being encouraged to uh, cycle. So I'd love to hear from you on this. Are you a, uh, I mean, one of the first messages was tell Frank to move to Amsterdam. Um, That's not the answer. He wants to be able to, he's basically saying that, you know, people give out about cyclists enough, but really his argument is the problem isn't the cyclists, the problem is motorists, that motorists don't see him. Um, there are, they, he's nearly being killed where when uh, there were no cars on the road during the first lockdown and he was cycling to work, it was a dream. 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note right now. 087-188-0008. Uh, 
Um, can you understand, are you a cyclist? And if so, obviously things are a little bit better because we do have much more cycling lanes now than we would have had uh, before the pandemic. In fact, during the pandemic, when the roads were empty, uh, councils all over the country started putting in more and more cycling lanes. So we are in a better situation in terms of cycling lanes, but they're not everywhere. They're not on every road. Uh, And as far as Frank is concerned, his life is being made a misery. It's a danger. And uh, so a parked car opened their door. I had to veer out into the middle of the road, nearly got knocked off my bike. Everyone was beeping at me. I went up to the parked car, roared at him, and he just locked his doors, gave me the finger and sped off. I am sick of this attitude. Send me a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note to 087-188-0008. James, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you, James? Hey, Adrian. Afternoon. Uh, good afternoon to you, James. Now, um, you, are you a cyclist? I am both, actually. I cycle for exercise when I can get out on the bike, and I'm also a taxi driver, so <laughs> I see it from both sides. Two of the biggest nightmares on Irish roads, yes, some, would say, some would say. Some would say. Okay, so let's look at it from uh, the cycling point of view first. So you're out on your bike. Um, Are you taking your life into your own hands? You are, you are. Um, I I would have some routes that I would do maybe, when I do get out on the bike, maybe 15, 20k on the bike. And it's just purely for exercise. So it's not, you know, for to go to or from work. So, and I would find that some of the roads and some of the cycle lanes are in absolute bits. And it's probably the reason why you will find that a lot of cyclists will actually cycle in in with the main traffic. They won't actually, like, there were certain, certain cycle lanes down along the North Strand, which is now all pulled up. But, you know, I used to cycle in the town and you, you basically go into the bus lane because you couldn't use the cycle lane because literally you'd be going down potholes, dropped shores. Like, you're almost guaranteed a puncher. So I can actually understand why on that side. But on then on the other side, and it was something myself and other taxi drivers were talking about one morning mm-hmm. um, with, with reference to uh, Amin Street. I'm sitting at the pedestrian lights and lights are red. I'm sitting there waiting for the change and a bike flies through the red light. So in the space of about 20 seconds while I was waiting there, nine bikes went through the red light. Mm. No, none of them stopped. So, you know, there's, you know, cyclists have to as well be prepared for you know, for motorists doing stupid things as well. But they also have to realise that they have no protection around them as well. So they have to also obey the rules of the road. Like Frank has never said, you know, and he does, as he did say, he does sound quite angry. Um, like He said that he's never kind of broken the rules of the road. All cyclists seem to do. So I think there's a bit of blame on both sides here. Okay, but his, his point is that um, motorists, he's almost, he feels invisible on the road. Do you feel that way when you're out on the bike? When I'm on the bike now, I'm highly illuminated. I would generally wear either a, re- a yellow um, kind of high-vis waterproof jacket or a yellow fleece, and my bike is yellow. So I am quite, quite well lit up. And if I do go out in the evenings, which is rare, I have two lights on the back, on the back and I've got two on the front. But I am quite well lit up. A lot, that's another issue. A lot of cyclists you will see, especially at night, and especially a lot of the guys who do the food deliveries are in they're in pitch black. I don't know how many times I've nearly seen them. Being no, no, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, I've often um, pulled uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago at a, at a set of traffic lights. Uh, there was a cyclist behind me, and I told him he was invisible to me. 
that I yeah. I was driving behind him and I could not see him. And he just looked at me as if I had two heads. I, I'm yeah, I've got that the same. I've said I'm once or twice where I've had near misses with cyclists. I've said to them, "You're barely visible. You're in black." It's like like I start in the mornings. Now I start work at six a.m. in the mornings, and you get the odd cyclist out in the mornings. And the amount of them that you would see that would be dressed in black, and also my biggest pet hate I've discovered with cyclists, and especially again the aforementioned uh, food delivery people, is them wearing headphones. It's the big, large headphones where they cannot hear nothing. Mm. And they're just pedaling along, looking at their, their map on their phones where they're delivering their food, and they're in the world of their own. So I do think... With well, I actually, I actually think the guards should be uh, should pull motorists or uh, cyclists in for wearing headphones. I really as do. As far as I know, and I could be wrong, as far as I know, it is actually illegal. Yeah, because you have to be able to, you know, have uh, notice of your own surroundings. Mm. Because as I said earlier, you know, if you're in a car, you're in two tonnes of, of steel. If you're on a bike, you have a plastic helmet to protect your That's head. That's it, literally. Gonna, like a cyclist is, you know, is going to come off worse. Like where I'm actually sitting now, I'm sitting on Cardiff Lane, the light is red, and I've just seen, again, three aforementioned cyclists for delivery uh, companies. Three of them have just cycled on through the red light, two of them wearing headphones. So I, I do think that there's a bit, you know, there's a bit of blame on each side. Now, while I do understand what Frank is saying that, you know, I have seen motors pull in, and some of my colleagues as well, um, have pulled in, you know, they're, they're offloading passengers and the drivers will knock it out and open the door. And the amount of times I have seen taxi customers opening a door and nearly taking a cyclist out of it. So, and I've just been told, by the way, that it isn't illegal uh, to wear headphones while cycling a bike. No, it should right. be. It absolutely well, I, well, that's, uh, should that's, that's, be. That's, that's why I said I wasn't aware of yeah, it yeah, was. It's not, a, it's not a specific on-the-spot fine to wear headphones while cycling. It's only if a guarder considers that a cyclist driving a pedal cycle without reasonable consideration. Right. Uh, right. Well, it's, it, it definitely should. And I'll tell you, uh, for example, uh, the headphones that I have are these noise-cancelling headphones. And so I can cut our uh, front garden with the lawnmower at 100 decibels and I can't hear the bloody you lawnmower. Hear I wouldn't hear yeah, the lawnmower. I, I would have earbuds and I put them in in case I get phone calls, which is rare, but it's mainly I just put them in because I would, where my phone is sitting on one of the, the holders, I wouldn't hear it ring because it is quite noisy out. So I would wear the earbuds in, but I wouldn't be listening to music because I need to be aware of your surroundings. Because okay, but anyway, that's, uh, that's a by the way. Um, yes. It is something that should be uh, illegal, absolutely. So... The point that Frank is making is, as a cyclist, he's now considering packing it in because he feels um, his life and limb are at risk every time he goes out on his bike. Yeah, well, I I, know I, I, un, I do understand them. Like, I do understand where he is coming from. You know, I do, like, I do understand that as well. But then again, as he said, he did start back in the middle of the pandemic when the, the streets were deserted. We're now back to pre, even pre-pandemic levels of motors on the road. So, mm. You know, he just—I suppose—he just has to get used to, um, you know, get used to putting his again. life at risk. What's that? Get used to putting his life at risk. Well, he, he just has to get used to sharing the road with more, you know, with more vehicles on the road, like, and also, you know, for himself to prepare for himself, he should make sure that he has, a, you know, high visibility, high visibility, high visibility clothing on. So at least then, you know, it gives people the better option of seeing him. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 087-188-0008. Send me a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note to that number. Do, um, can you understand where Frank is coming from? 
Uh, he is, I'll, I'll read exactly what he was saying, actually. He says, um, I'm sick of uh, the attitude of motorists towards cyclists. I'm sick of people not indicating. I'm sick of people driving up my arse. I'm sick of people not checking their side mirrors. I'm sick of the ignorance, is what Frank exclaimed. 087-188-0008 is our number. Send me a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Let me go to line two and on line two is... Louise, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Louise. Hi there, how's things? Good, thank you, Louise. Um, um, you don't feel safe cycling around Galway? No, so I do cycle in um, just two days a week. I'm in the office and also my partner would cycle in uh, five days a week into work. Okay. And uh, we have often my two-year-old on the back um, going into crash in and out. And quite frankly, I suppose I'm, I'm just waiting for a phone call someday to say one of us has been in an accident um, and we would be, you know, the type to wear the helmet and not have the headphones in and, you know, be very much aware of our surroundings. But, mm-hmm. you know, you still feel um, that cars are not, you know, looking out for you, like we said. In our are you nervous? Are you nervous that. when you cycle? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's definitely during the summer there now, um, when the students are all off, I personally was able to go in kind of by the college um, and the roads were very quiet in, in by NUIG in Galway there. Um, so I kind of avoided the main roads intentionally and that was bliss. <laughs> Uh, obviously the, the students are back now and those roads are busier again and, and I'm kind of going between there and the main roads and yeah you do you just feel like you're kind of um, I suppose very small uh, against a car or a mm. bus and things like that and you've nowhere to go um, you know you're kind of cycling along and next thing you're kind of cut cut off Now uh, I mentioned so. that in terms of uh, cycle lanes the country is in a much better uh, way now for cycling lanes than it was uh, before the pandemic even um, Galway has improved as well, but it's still not enough, is it? Um, I'm not aware of, I suppose, any improvements myself. There's a lot of, um, you know, talking on at the moment in Galway about this. So there's money allocated, but really there's not much being done. Um, I haven't seen any new stretches of cycle lanes myself personally in Galway City. Uh, but there is a lot of talk about active travel and kind of, you know, money being there. But I, I haven't really seen any actual um, progress on that. Okay. So um, on your journey... Um, yeah where you're going every day, perhaps with your child on the back, what percentage yeah. of your journey uh, would be on cycle lanes, if zero. any? And, and oh, zero. And I'm 10 minutes from Galway City, yeah. Yeah, like I'm in I'm Newcastle. I mean, I'm probably as close as you can be really as a commute. Mm-hmm. And I'd have zero um, percent cycle lanes. Oh, right. Okay, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So y- you cycling away, you literally have to take a deep breath. Yeah, like, um, I suppose, you know, you're hoping that you kind of get on the road at a time when maybe there's less traffic. And, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm nervous in the sense that I, you know, I've been doing it for quite a few years now and I know the roads and things like that. But I'm also very well aware that, I you know, in a split second I could have a car on top of me. Um, now, uh, you know. any time we mention the word cyclist, mm-hmm. um, you get people sending uh, messages like, Adrian, I'm sick of cyclists breaking red lights. I walk everywhere and bikes do not follow the traffic lights. Um, we get people complaining an awful lot about cyclists, but you're not one of the. I mean, do you stop at red lights, for no, example? No, I'm very, I'm very much follow the rules of the road. I mean, I'm a driver as well, and I, I very much understand both sides. So I would follow the rules of the road, and uh, I'm not one of those ones that you're going to catch. <laughs> okay, breaking a red light. Is there something to be said about the amount of uh, cyclists that do break the rules of the road? Yeah, look, I suppose um, I would, I'd be worried about the pedestrians in that case, actually. You know, people are trying to cross. You know, we also have to be following the rules of the road so that we can look out for other uh, road users as well, you know. 
it's not just the cars and the cyclists. So, yeah, I think something needs to be done about that as well. And back to the point about headphones. I know I lived in Spain before and definitely was illegal to have headphones in and I think that should be the it, it, it absolutely should be. It abs- like I said, I can uh, I have a, a, a petrol lawnmower which is very noisy and with my headphones in I literally can't hear it. So if you're... And helmets also, I mean, uh, you know, you should have to wear a helmet. Okay, look, that's putting the onus back on the cyclists which I really don't want to do. I mean, mm. we're trying to talk about, you know, cars leaving space for cyclists but also I can't understand how anybody goes out there with no helmet on and takes that risk. Um, you should be trying to protect yourself a bit as well. All right. So um, cycling in Galway is um, it's like going on a roller coaster. It's a nerve-wracking experience. Yeah, there's a big, um, there's a bit of a campaign now as well. You know, the the prom in Salt Hill. It's gotten a lot of um, publicity lately. Where you know there's there's been a number of incidents with people getting doored, as they refer to it mm-hmm. as, um, and you know that's due to I suppose huge levels of. Um, cars parked along parallel there on on the main prom in Galway, and it's a it's a big commuter road I suppose for people trying to get in and out of town on bikes. And there's no bike lane, and there's no I suppose plans for a bike lane. There was some proposals, uh, but they were shut down. So you're just taking a huge risk there if you have to cycle along there, which I personally don't have to. But right, okay. I've never heard that expression actually. I've just written it down. Doored, Doored yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that's one of the things that Frank is uh, giving out about. Um, he didn't use the expression doored, but now we know it. Yeah. Good to talk to you, Louise. Thanks very much and indeed. Our number good. is 087-188-0008. It's Adrian Kennedy with you until two o'clock this afternoon on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. We're talking about uh, Frank's message and Frank is very annoyed. He's a cyclist. He sold his car at the start of the pandemic, loved cycling, was great for his mental health and uh, cycled in and out of work every day during the uh, pandemic. But now with uh, traffic back to pre-pandemic levels, he's a nervous wreck and he's given out yards about uh, the way motorists literally don't see cyclists. We'll take a quick break. We've more of your calls in just a moment. And a very good afternoon to you. This is Adrian Kennedy in for uh, Niall this Thursday afternoon. We're in the middle of a conversation about Frank. And uh, Frank messaged us yesterday. Um, He explains he lives in Cork. He... uh, When the pandemic kicked off, he says, I was on the front line and decided to start cycling to work. I did the bike to work scheme and sold my car to cut down on costs. The roads were pretty much empty, too, because people had to stay at home. It was such a stress reliever cycling every day. It was fantastic for my mental health. Now it's the opposite. Cycling is causing me so much stress. I feel like any time I leave my house, I'm taking my life into my hands. Yes, there are cycling lanes recently put in around Cork, but it's still not safe. There are so many bad drivers on the road and they don't give a toss about cyclists. A few weeks ago, a parked car opened their door and I had to veer out into the middle of the road and nearly got knocked off my bike. Everyone was beeping at me. I went up to the parked car and roared at him and he just locked his doors, gave me the finger and sped off. I'm sick of this attitude. I'm sick of people not indicating. I'm sick of people driving up my arse. I'm sick of people not checking their side mirrors. I'm just sick of the ignorance, says Frank. Please bring this up on your show. Uh, People are always giving out about cyclists, but I think it's the motorists who are the problem. Frank... Um, unfortunately, he couldn't talk to us live on the programme today because he's in work that he cycled to. Uh, but he is seriously contemplating getting rid of uh, the bike now. That's what he told us on the phone earlier on. Um, 
087-188-0008 is our number if you want to send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note with your opinion on this. Let me go to line one. And that is Joe. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Joe, how are you? How you doing, Adrian? So, Joe, um, you're an ex-international cycling competitor. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Frank loved cycling when he started uh, cycling in that work during the pandemic. Uh, the roads were empty. It was great. It was bliss. And now uh, he's come to hate it. So you believe that education is uh, required for cyclists and for motorists. What do you mean by that? Exactly. Um, well, coming from the background that I come from, I'm also a motorist as well. And I see it from both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. But um, there are excuse the pun, gobshites on the road, both drivers and cyclists. Um, and I just want to, this topic, I brought this topic up a while ago, and I tried getting on, but the lines were too busy, I didn't get on to speak about it, but just education is needed on both sides, both motorists and cyclists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see cyclists going around, um, we're coming into the winter now, no lights on their bikes, no high-vis jackets, no helmets. The amount of people that end up in hospital with head injuries due to falling off a bike is astronomical. People don't realise how dangerous it is. In fact, our previous caller um, said um, as much that we need, it needs to be law that people yep. uh, wear yep, a, a helmet. Completely. And if you don't wear a helmet and you don't have lights on, how the hell are motorists supposed to see it? Um, you should be fined, and I've seen it firsthand. Um, going around as a, as a motorist, going around, you see cyclists are wearing dark clothes, no lights. How are you supposed to see them from That's a couple of hundred yards down the road? I agree with all of that, and I, I described a couple of minutes ago how. I said it to a guy at a set of traffic lights a couple of weeks ago, no lights, wearing dark clothes, and he just looked at me as if I had 20 heads. He couldn't have cared yeah. less. But I think both motor- cyclists and motorists need to be educated. There should be some kind of a campaign from the Road Safety Authority that educates both sides. Okay, but say, say for example, uh, cyclists breaking red lights, one of the most common complaints I get about uh, cyclists, yeah? Every yeah. every cyclist knows they don't need to be educated. Um, everybody knows you don't go through red lights. Now, uh, it, how education is going to help with that, I don't know, because they know that already. It's just make it aware of the dangers of what you're doing and the consequences that can happen if you go through red lights on a bike. After all, in a car, you've got protection. On a bike, you've no protection. None whatsoever, no. And if you, end, if you end up doing stupid things like breaking red lights, and I've seen it happen, and I've seen guards crossing the road and cyclists going through the red light, and they don't even call them or have a word with them or do anything. They just if leave them out of jail. Yeah, do, yeah. If you do something stupid like that, you should get a fine and uh, possible prosecution. And if, that, if legislation like that was brought in, you'd end up having much safer roads. Now, somebody, somebody actually uh, messaged us. I'd love to know how people feel about it. This message just came in. No helmet, no lights, confiscate their bike. Yep. You'd agree with that? I would. Okay. Um, like my missus cycles into work. 
Mm-hmm. And I will not let her on the bike unless she's lit up like a Christmas stretch. Even in the summertime. She has high-vis jacket, helmet, lights on the bike, and I check them regularly to make sure they're working. Okay, and so I, will it... not let her, I will not let her on the bike. You see, where the education comes in is that people aren't aware of the dangers. They're not stupid. But obviously some people are, and they think, oh, God, just go and buy me bike. Or even these e-scooters, um, like, there's no, uh, they don't need a license. They don't need any formal training to get out on the road. The road's a very dangerous place. And if you've no training and you don't know what the dangers are, you're going to come a cropper. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, but as I said... I mean, you'd want to be fairly thick not to know the dangers of uh, going through a red light, for example, on, on your bike. <laughs> I agree, you'd... but there are those people out there that are thick. And they think they, they, think they own the road. Mm. Only recently, I was down a Patrick Street in Dunleary, and it's a one-way system. I was coming, travelling the right direction, and two gobshites on e-scooters came down the wrong road, wrong way down Patrick Street, Weaving in and out of the traffic, weaving in and out on the road, I just drove the van straight at them. One of them went off onto the curb. Hmm. He okay. won't be going down the wrong way again. Okay, so education is what's required here. 087-188-0008 is our number. Send me a text to WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Uh, and let us know, uh, as we said, Frank is very upset. He's thinking of selling the bike again because taking he takes his life into his own hands every time he gets on his bike to go to work now compared to what it was like uh, during the pandemic. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note uh, from Cindy. Hi, hi, Adrian. Um, I am Ultras, but only the last six months, I six months ago, I was at the lights the cyclists just run through the lights. But anyhow, I was at the lights and a cyclist fell against my car, broke me indicator light, broke me back light with his handlebars and cycled off. And it cost me 280 euro to get that fixed. So I don't know. I, I think now cyclists should be like having insurance or wherever. Because it cost me money at a light. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks very much indeed. Now, uh, Dan, you're on Ireland... Or, sorry, Valerie, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Valerie. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. What did you want to say on this? Well, I drive down uh, the Mall quite often in Cork City uh, to park. And where you park, you park parallel. And as you open the uh, driver's door, you're actually on a cycle lane. So... Like the planning, our roads are not wide, and I respect cyclists, mm-hmm. uh, everybody, drivers and whatever, but our roads are not wide enough for um, uh, cycle lanes. You have two cycle lanes, as I say, I open the door, and there you go, a cyclist then can drive past me. And then at the traffic lights, where I park and I walk up to the traffic lights, there's two cycle lanes actually on the traffic lights. It just doesn't make sense. It's quite dangerous. I think. Okay, so um, so you're in the same city that uh, Frank is. Frank uh, is a nervous wreck um, out on his bike, cycling into Cork City Centre to work, and he um, is thinking of packing it in. Is it dangerous in Cork for cyclists? Well, and drivers, because if I'm parking 
uh, in the mall and I open my door, I'm onto a cycle lane. I can step out to a cycle lane also. When Frank was in Cork City in the pandemic mm-hmm. and there was no traffic, also for me, I used to go into uh, Cork City to park and it was like take your pick. It was brilliant. You know, there were so many spaces. But you have to be realistic. It's a very busy city. There are cars. Uh, in there now because of uh, the pandemic is over. Everybody can say in the pandemic, everything was lovely. When you drive, there was no traffic jams. The same with the cyclist. But we have to be realistic. Our roads are not wide enough for uh, bicycle lanes. Okay. Some some roads in uh, Dublin and Cork have been uh, have had cycle lanes assigned onto them, uh, making the roads a little bit narrower, but making it safer for cyclists. But how can it be safer when, when I open my passenger door, I walk into a cycle lane? No, probably not. No, probably not. Okay, so, so stay Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. 087-188-0008 is our uh, number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or do what Dan did, send us a WhatsApp voice note. You know, I deliver around city centre every day, and honest to God, cyclists, they just, they, they, they don't give you a second... If, sometimes I have to reverse out, out, out of one-way streets and stuff. Cyclists just keep going, keep going. When cars would stop and let you go, you know. Sometimes I have to do a U-turn. Cyclists would just keep going at you. They wouldn't. They don't stop for a second to let you out. Sorry, I can't come on. Thanks. All right, a huge reaction to this. We'll take more of your calls in just a moment. And a very good afternoon to you. This is Adrian Kennedy in for uh, Nile today. We're in the middle of a conversation all to do with cyclists, and uh, well, uh, all to do with cyclists not feeling safe. Frank is the man who uh, contacted us at the start of the pandemic. He sold the car and he cycled in and out of work in Cork every day as a frontline worker. And it was bliss. It was heaven. It was great for his mental health. Now it's the exact opposite. And he is uh, struggling with the dangers of cycling in and out of work every day. A lot of people blame cyclists. And are very quick, in fact, all you have to do sometimes is mention the word cyclist and people get annoyed. Um, Frank sent me this WhatsApp voice note. How's it going, Adrian? Yes, so um, regarding this Frank guy, um, sorry, he's giving us Frank's a bad name. <laughs> um, but yeah, if he's got a problem with cycling on the road, you know what? He can cycle like a real man and go off-road. Um, there's no cars there. It's way more fun. You leave all the adrenaline out on the dirt and you don't worry about people coming up your ass or having to check side mirrors or anything like that. Um, so yeah, if you're worried about cycling on the road, grow a pair and go off-road. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed, Frank. Uh, let me go to Daniel. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you, Daniel? Oh, sorry, Gavin. Gavin, how are you, Gavin? How are you? What's the story, Adrian? Good, Gavin. What did you want to say on this? He drove me mad. Right? Oh, cyclists uh, do? Yeah. Like, uh, Ruth couldn't find a WhatsApp picture that was actually sent you yesterday about this. It's actually, if you go on to South Dublin Cycling on Twitter, I go down to the la- yesterday's post, and if you go into it, I actually put the picture up complaining to them. What it was, Adrian, is you know Dorset Street? I do. Cycling down Dorset Street, there was a woman with an umbrella in one hand, I, I shit you not, I'm on one of them rental bikes, and a hand on the yoke handle, cycling alongside me, and you know there's no cycling lane there. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to go around her in the rain. 
Like, and, and then when I put that up to Southwell straight away, someone put, sends back, I don't see what the problem is. Um, all I see is someone with a phone that shouldn't have that phone while they're driving. I was actually stopped at traffic lights when I took the picture. But that's the point, Adrian. They have no respect on the road whatsoever. And you can't say okay, anything. No, 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 hang on. That's one. That's one. Ah, no, Adrian. Now, listen, I'm a driver for a living. Yeah. When you go into town, 90% of the people in town don't have a vest or a helmet. All you, have, you don't even have to go far. Just drive as far as Trinity College. And, and 90% of the cyclists that cycle there don't have a helmet, don't have a vis vest. They just move around traffic like it doesn't matter. It, it's mad. You get away with murder and there's nothing. They don't get fines. They don't get... There's nothing. I mean, there's times when the police have a cycle in traffic and they cycle across and they do nothing. The police just drive as normal. But like if me or you did something in the road, we get done. If we hit them, we get done. Mm. In fact, if a cyclist smacks off the side of your car and does damage to it, you can't even claim them. Okay, you you see, what what, what I'm concerned about is how this conversation, which was brought up by a cyclist giving out about motorists, suddenly turns into uh, an anti-cyclist conversation. Uh, Not all cyclists go around uh, with umbrellas in their hand. No, I agree with that, Adrian, but 90% don't wear protection. No, yeah, okay, but that's that's their own risk if they're not wearing a helmet, for example. But that's, that's but that's but if you hit them, it's your fault. So you're saying it's their own risk, but it's actually not. No, I'm talking about. No, I'm only talking about a helmet. What else are you talking about? They don't have vis vests on them. They don't wear any like so in the dark. You can't see them. I mean, not just them. Even the ones on the electric scooters. Like, come on, Adrian, you're a try by yourself. Now I'm sick of them the cyclists getting away with the Green Party jumping on and defending them all the time. They're a danger on the road and they get away with it. They're not and all not a danger right. on the road, Gavin. They are not all a danger. Majority of them are, Majority, and I'll say majority, not, not, not minority, majority of them are a danger on the road. But as, we, as you said yourself, by your own admission, the uh, Green Party um, and environmentalists want us on our bike because... It is much better for the environment. It is better for the environment, but the infrastructure is not there for them. So, they, like, like, you need a cycle lane, I agree, everywhere, but there's not. And where does not, they have no respect. Where there's no cyclist lanes, they don't have respect. They just pull them through the and it's up to me to, like, drive slow behind them. And then if you say that, it's like, you're tailgating me. I mean, you have no idea what they're like. I deal with them every day. God, you really don't like cyclists, do you? Oh, no, I hate them, Adrian. <laughs> I, I'm being out straight. No, I'm straight. I'm sick of, I'm sick of everyone coming on the fence. I just said, it's a real push for cyclists on the road. But they have no laws that prevent them. They pay no insurance. And that happens, it's the driver of the car's fault. So they're special. They want special treatment on the road. Well, I've no sympathy for them. If you don't have protection and safety gear. A motorcyclist or someone on a moped has to wear safety gear. They have to pay tax. They have to pay insurance. I don't see why a cyclist is special and shouldn't have to pay any of that, because he should. Okay. Um, I, uh, uh, oh, I've, I've just found that photograph. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get it. And, and I'm the one getting the backlash for it. Look at her. And if she gets the bang of the car, that driver will be the one done. And that driver would be the one that has to live with that when when, because cyclists, if they get hit by a car, they've more of a chance of being seriously hurt. Mm. And they don't even have a helmet. They just don't care. Okay, just to describe 
Uh, the and I I can see clearly that you're you're stopped at uh, at lights. Yeah, at the lights. Yeah. Uh, this is a cyclist. Also stopped at the lights. In fairness, um, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 didn't go through the lights, but she's <laughs> sitting on the bike uh, on the bike with um, her uh, with an umbrella in her hand on one of the Dublin city bikes. <laughs> That's the way she was sleeping. Where would you get it? <laughs> no, I don't know. Where would you, you get it? You know what I mean? Where would you get it? <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Gav, stay there for one second. 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or uh, do what Harry did and send us a WhatsApp voice note. Hi, Niall. Uh, Harry here from Dublin. Uh, as a cyclist, my most hated road users are other cyclists, uh, especially the two-day-week office crowd. Tuesdays to Thursdays are particularly bad. Uh, most used in Dublin bikes, they seem to have no idea of the rules of the road. Um, and in Dublin, the North Keys are a potential death trap to a new user since the new cycle lane went in at the four courts. Uh, the cycle lane changes sides and it's not only confusing to motorists but also a bottleneck for other cyclists trying to, trying to get across into the switched lane. Only a matter of time before there's a serious or fatal accident there. Thanks, Niall. Can't come on in work. All right, uh, Harry. It's Adrian, not Niall. Niall's uh, Niall's off at the moment. Now, we're talking about whether or not... Um, it, cycling is a lethal activity because Frank is the guy who got in contact with us and he feels he's taking his life into his own hands every time he uh, gets on his bike. Let me squeeze in another couple of calls. We'll go to line two and that is Sean. You're on Ireland's Classic Hit. Sean, how are you? I'm good, Adrian. How are you? Uh, good, thank you, Sean. Well, um, can you understand how Frank is feeling annoyed at motorists or are you annoyed at cyclists? Which is it? Oh, no, I'd be with Frank because, uh, like, I do a bit of cycling myself and I'm also a driver, but you really are taking your life into your hands when you're on the bike, Mm. definitely. And what can be... Is this down to motorists just... I mean, in Frank's message, he said, I'm sick of this attitude, I'm sick of people not indicating, I'm sick of people driving up my arse, I'm sick of people not checking their side mirrors, I'm sick of the ignorance. Is he right? Well, from what I've experienced, yes, he is. What I find especially is roundabouts. Roundabouts are very bad for because a driver doesn't seem to be able to see a cyclist on a roundabout. Mm. You know, like last week now, it's, I was coming, I was on a roundabout. It was now half past seven in the morning. I had my high-vis jacket on. I have a white bike. I have a flashing light on the front. I have a flashing light on the back. And this car came from the second exit onto the roundabout, didn't see me, jammed on his brakes, he skidded, only for I sped up a bit on the bike, he would have crashed straight into me. Right. Um, So, as far as you're concerned, the problem is motorists. Motorists don't see cyclists. Motorists pay no attention to cyclists. Well, they see them as well, but they they get so frustrated when they see them. Like, I done a charity cycle in the summer, and we Mm -hmm. went from Donegal to Ennis, and from Sligo to Charlestown, say, there's not much of a hard shoulder for all them miles. So we cycled one abreast, like, you know, to help with the traffic. And the amount of people that were right beside you on the main road, like, as if to say, why are ye on this road? You know, it was, it was just so scary. And it wasn't just cars, it was trucks, it was buses. It was just like, you know, you shouldn't be on the road, get off. This is our road because we're drivers. Do you know, it was it was unbelievable. Now, um, Gavin, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I, I mean, that, yeah. that is awful for a, a cyclist to be made feel like that. No, it's his own fault. 
Well, for being on a bike. Actually, you have no sympathy for them. Yeah, no, me now say I have no sympathy for them. They're a danger. They're a danger on the road. I don't care. I, I use the road every day. And 90% of cyclists are dangerous. And I don't, I don't, And they, they hate hearing about it's the truth of it. If they, a bit, if they avoided by the rules of the road and stopped that red light like everybody else is meant to, because cyclists cycle through red lights when they don't see any traffic coming. And they get away with that as well. And I don't care, you're a driver as well. There's no way you can say in the years you're driving, you've never seen a cyclist dri- cycle through with a red light. They do it all the time. They feel that they're special. So this is why they're getting bangs of cars and nudies. This is why it's happening. It's not, like you know, it's very rare, Adrian, that you hear of a cyclist with a helmet that, like, the, that cyclist that sent you in a WhatsApp message there a minute ago, mm-hmm. he'd be very unlikely to ever get hit by a car. Because there you go, he was saying about how safe it needs to be and what way, and 90% of the people on all them Dublin bikes don't know what they're doing. So, Frank and his friends, they're giving out about motorists all the time and feel that they're doing nothing wrong. It, it's nuts. Like they're, they're mad what they're getting away with. Well, uh, uh, Sean, what do you, uh, you must agree that there are some cyclists, at least, that um, behave disgracefully in the way in which they travel around. Totally, but there's some drivers that um, behave that way as well. Like, I've seen many of the car go through a red light. And I'm sure that it's not 90% compared to the cyclists. They're lying there, you know. He's lying there. That, that, that's nonsense. Like, like, some cars do go through red lights, but the percentage compared to cyclists is like... 80% difference, like, there's no way, like, you know what I mean? Well, actually, we well, actually let, let, me, let, me read the, let me read this message that's just come in to me and it says, Adrian, as a Garda member, I can assure you we have shocking drivers, especially van and truck drivers. We also have so many horrendous cyclists. The delivery drivers are the worst. Uh, no respect for anyone on the road. Cyclists in general don't obey the rules of the road. There are a lot that are prosecuted too. I've never heard of uh, uh, any no, cyclists being that's prosecuted. That's not a guard because that's a lawyer. Well, anyway, well, so I understand, uh, Frank, but cyclists have a lot to answer for and have little respect for other road users. Between breaking red lights, cycling on one-way streets, no lights on at night time, it's ridiculous, and Gardy are well aware of uh, the seriousness of, of this issue. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.